Mashiach. Now, I wanted to share about Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, Alava Shalom, on the ParshaSheets.com quote of the week. Uh, so, Harav Yisrael Salanter, Zikron Livraka, the Musar movement's finder and chief proponent, would upon occasion be harassed by the Mis Not Gim. So, when you look up the Mis Not Gim, they're a sect of Orthodox Judaism, Orthodoxy. Uh, it says the Mitnagim was a religious movement among the Jews of Eastern Europe, which resisted the rise of Hasidism in the 18th and 19th centuries. The Mitnagim were particularly concentrated in Lithuania. And this is where Vilnius served as the bastion of the movement. But anti-Hasidic activity was undertaken by the establishment in many locales. So basically, you know, stay traditional and things like that. So Musar movement was not the Hasidic movement. But here's the thing with Musar movement. It says, this was no different from that which the early Hasidim endured in their quest to imbue Avodat Hashem, like service of Hashem, the service to the Almighty, with passion and joy. While today Musar is an accepted vital part of Torah study, a time existed in which a number of Lithuanian Gedolim, which are Torah giants, were vehemently opposed to it. So with the Musar, Musar is about really taking time to study or study your soul. So like soul introspection and things like that. So move away from the curriculum and the Torah study for just a little bit. And let's look at, you know, the inner workings of our soul. What's actually going on with me, basically? And so it was like the Musar movement was more about character refinement and things like that, as opposed to just in-depth Torah study. And obviously, we would know, Bezrat Hashem anyway, the benefit of that, because one of the worst things is to be a Torah uh, studier who can go to all the depths, but your character is is terrible, <laughs> As they say in modern terms, trash. Um, so, yeah, we don't want to be trash, you know, and our character. We want to be uh, as best as we can. It says that a true Torah scholar is one who's gold inside and out, just like the Ark of the Covenant. So one of the things that happened, and this is what I mentioned in the Bet Midrash for Pasha Shmini, and it says during... Let me go back here. So he was asked to give a Drasha lecture in Vilna, which remember in the Vilna area, it's like, dude, Musar movement, you're out. We're not welcoming you. Says this is a huge Torah center. His meet Nagim, many of whom were quite learned, planned to attend for the purpose of refuting his words. This was like a, a, a straight up ambush. Uh, this reminds me of the altar Rebbe as well, as shared by Rabbi Trugman Shlita when he was uh, being tested by a uh, Yiddishkeit of his time, where it's like, okay, you're doing this whole new thing. Are you are you a legit learner? And there was this beautiful thing about the Nagoon. And he sang the Nagoon and everyone else began to sing with him. And it caused like this major transformation thing. But anyway... 
So same thing here, but it's like, this is Musar movement, man. So these meet Nagim literally gathered in Vilna and were like, we plan to attend for the purpose of refuting your words. So thereby casting aspersion on him, his scholarship, and above all the Musar movement. We don't like you. We don't like your stuff. We don't like your philosophy, all that, right? So doing the sure, Shior, Slika, a member of the opposition asked a powerful question focused on the fundamental principle upon which the Shur was based. Rav Yisrael stood thinking for a few moments, then announced that based upon the question presented to him, his entire Shur was refuted. Think about the level of humility this takes, right? Because, you know, Musar teaches you like in the heat of the moment, here are your tools. So for the founder of the Musar movement, like it's like you, you want to really test what you're teaching. That's what he was doing in the moment. It's like you're being torn down. You're being completely rejected. How are you going to handle this? So character assassination, all that, right? This is all going on. So he he stopped. He thought. And then he was like, you know what? He announced that based upon the question presented to him, his entire shiur was refuted. He then left the podium and returned to his seat. Afterwards, he explained that actually he had 12 answers to the question. Now, the thing is, that could have been fabricated, right? But we're talking the founder of the Musar movement here. Because who wants to be that level of embarrassed and then after effect? Okay, so you completely had your shores shut down and you sure did um, be quiet, right? So it's like, actually, there was a lot more going on. And this is the thing about Musar. You go to another place with who you are. Like uh, levels of you that you didn't even know existed happen because you, you do Musar. This is why Magi and Yashena, when we do the Musar class, it's really important to tune in and be a part of it and engage because it really does change you. Things like this become become like part of you. This isn't something that becomes foreign because how many times would you want to fight back or don't embarrass me right now? I'm giving the lecture. Why are you talking? You know, all these kinds of things that could happen. Especially having to sit down and be quiet. I mean, that's like Mashiach Yeshua stuff where they had him on all these different trials and sending him to all these procurators. And he was just like silent. It's like, do you hear these charges against you? Yeshua just looks, acknowledges and doesn't say a word. So, I mean, though he was reviled, he never reviled back. Uh, so Rav Yisrael totally did that in showing this. So it says they were so compelling, these 12 answers, that the questioner would be unable to unravel them to see that they did not ultimately answer the question. So in other words, what I would have answered would have been, so like crazy that he really wouldn't have gotten to the answer of his question. It says at the end of the day, however, truth must prevail. If these answers were so were a if these answers were not an absolute fit, they were false. So if the if the answers I gave did not ultimately answer his question, did not create any blocks and all challenges and things like that, they 
they were not fit. So they became false, whatever my answer would have been. He would rather have his shiur refuted, suffer the possibility or suffer the possible humiliation than to agree to settle for anything that was not completely true. If there was still room for error, uh, suspicion, doubt and all that, he was just like, I'd rather you just shut my shiur down. Think about the, the bigness of this. I mean, we're talking Musar right now. Like, what? And then it says, suffer the possible humiliation then to agree to settle for anything that was not completely true. Rav Yisrael confessed that a powerful battle raged within him. On the one hand, admitting defeat imperiled his life's work. On the other hand, how could he settle for something that lacked integrity? Finally, he cried out to himself, Yisrael, Yisrael, you learn Musar, and Musar obligates you not to settle for anything that is not absolute truth. This is when I decided to end the shore. And that is from Peninim on the Torah, Parsha Shmini. So that was just uh, a quarter of the day from Parsha Sheets this week. Wanted to share because it was very impactful to think about someone who's so invested. He's the founder of Musar and he ended a public lecture because he was asked a question that he could answer. But he was so preoccupied with truth being upheld that he would rather his 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 lecture to end and suffer humiliation than for this question to be um, answered with not the adequate information portrayed and shared. So uh, that's a very huge thing and a big challenge for each of us. So may Hashem cause us to learn from Rav Salanter, Zikron Livraka, and may we be upstanding members of the community of Israel, bringing light into the world and strive for absolute truth. Mashiach now.